Hey friends, and welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I am your host, Wren, and I am so glad that you join me today. Each week, I get to chat with a friend who has a story to tell, a dream she's pursuing, or a passion to share with you. All of my guests have something in common, actually someone in common. We have all been changed by Jesus, and He is writing our story. So welcome, welcome. It's September, y'all, and it finally feels like fall where I am. Tennessee, sometimes a little warm in September, but it's a rainy day here, and I am so excited that fall is finally here. Yay, bring the pumpkins. Today is episode 57, and my guest is Megan Jenkins. Megan is a wife, a mom to three kids, and a shop owner to Alora Inspired. Megan shares with us how she was in a broken marriage and how God redeemed it and actually changed her from the inside out using the kindness and prayers of her husband. We also chat about the steps that Megan took to start her company, Alora Inspired, a company whose goal is to integrate scripture into your kids' lives and in your life at the same time. You will love Megan and you will feel like you know her. So here's our conversation. So welcome to the podcast, Megan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. I first met, well, not met you. I haven't met you in real life, but I will soon. Yeah. Um, uh, in December, we're meeting up. So I'm excited about that to go to Story and Soul Weekend. Um, so, but you, we have a mutual friend, um, Courtney. Courtney. Yes, yes. And Courtney actually is in the Memphis area and we didn't realize it. I followed her and... Um, and at Crew and Co. And I was like, well, um, I think she's in Memphis. And I was like, oh, that'd be neat to get together with her. But I didn't do anything. And then she, oh. she, I commented or something and she DM'd me and she was like, hey, you want to get together? And I was like, oh, yeah, but no. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm, I'm an introvert in real life. So yeah, yeah. real life is hard. Like yeah. real life meeting, conversations. Right. And so when you're online, you're like, it's kind of, safe I don't know to yeah. me it seems safe and then when you meet somebody online but she was and then when we were together that one play date we've only gotten together once but she told me about you and she's oh, like gosh. yeah I'm friends with Megan um from LR Inspired and I was like oh okay and then I started following you and she was like yeah and we've she's come here a couple times and I was like oh my gosh that's amazing like y'all are like the pioneer um people in my life to be like Go and meet people in real life, Ren. Like, it's okay. That, meeting her was a total God thing. Like, I I mean, I've never flown across the country to meet anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds a little crazy. And I think some friends and family were a little concerned. Like, why are you <laughs> flying to Memphis to meet some girl you've never even met? Yeah. Um, but she was a huge part of, like, encouraging me as a Christian woman and a huge part of my business and like we're just really connected so that's awesome. I flew out there and now um I've been out there like three times and then this past weekend my whole family went to meet like my husband and my kids went and we met in East Tennessee for like a little long weekend it's cool when I just it's cool that's awesome it, I think it's great I think it's really great um, so if someone doesn't know you, Megan, one of my listeners doesn't know you, can you kind of talk about who you are and your family and what you do? Yeah. Um, I'm Megan. I'm married to Mackie and we have three kids. Mason is four. Leah is two and Eliana is one. And they're adorable. Um, 
Oh, they're a handful, but <laughs> <laughs> they're good. Oh. Um, we live outside of D.C. and Virginia, and we've been married six years. I have um, like a faith-based business. All of my products have scripture on them, and it um, it's my prayer that all of them point people to Jesus, help incorporate scripture into your everyday life and fun ways and it's great. I love it. I love it. The, I have one of your placemats um, earlier this year, over the summer, really. Um, I listened to a podcast on Focus on the Family, and they were talking about, um, it was with um, the Farrells, Pam Farrell and her husband, and how they talked about incorporating one character quality in your child's life and praying for scripture and I found the scripture and it's all about be strong and courageous and so then I found you through Courtney and then I saw that you had this placemat that says be strong with a lion's face on it and I was like that no it's not be strong it's be brave be brave and so I saw that and I was like that is exactly what I want to my son to see every day every time he's eating and look at that placement we can talk about it and like that just helped what I was already doing and it just it was it was great so I love all your products the place that's really why I um like started making all of the t-shirts and then the scripture mats because I just wanted to find a way to like incorporate it into like getting dressed. So like when my son gets dressed, he gets to pick out the shirt and we practice the verse and we'll talk about it or at um, like mealtime, we'll read the verse and talk about it. And it brings up a lot of conversation out in public with people you wouldn't even like that. You're not necessarily trying to have a conversation with Um, people's faces tend to light up when they like realize what it says, or some people will just, you know, not look at it at all. Yeah. Um, But it's, it was just a fun way to incorporate scripture and, um, it helped me too, because I'm sure we'll get there, but I haven't always been a Christian. Um, it's actually only been like four years since I came to know the Lord. And I was overwhelmed trying to teach my son something that I didn't know anything about. Mm. So I was learning right along with him. And Mm. when we would memorize scripture, I mean, we were both memorizing it together. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a fun way to take some of the uh, like overwhelmingness out of it. It was made it more a little more fun. I love that. I love that. That is awesome. And I I agree with you. Like where we're like walking through with them, and we are actually learning the verse too. Because the verse I picked was Joshua one nine: Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I knew the verse kind of. I grew up in church, and I've been a Christian since I was eight years old. But still, it is so good to walk with your child, and they're memorizing it. And I knew it word for word. I kind of knew, you know, be strong, courageous. Yeah, that's that Joshua verse. But now Mm -hmm. it's word for word. I am learning with him. And it's just, it's just awesome that that is your focus for you to do that in your company. So I just love it. I love it. I love the mission and I just love you. So I'm excited to chat with you today. So thank you for um, giving up your time. You are the earliest person I have ever recorded. It's 8 a.m. here. And I'm not a morning person, but I'm like, yeah, let's do this. I might have to do this from now on out. I like it. (laughs) So it's nine there, right? Sometimes I'm a morning person. Yeah, it's nine here. Okay. Okay. East Coast time. Okay. Well, let's just jump in. Tell me a little bit about how and when you met your husband. Tell us about that love story. 
Um, so I met my husband totally randomly one night at Chipotle. I was eating dinner with a friend and he went to eat dinner with a friend. Um, and our friends like knew each other. So we were just all having a conversation as like mutual friends. Um, he ended up asking the person I knew in the group for my phone number and the next weekend invited me to a football game. So, um, totally random. I, I mean, neither one of us were really looking for anyone. We dated for about two years. I ended up moving in with him really quickly. We dated and then we got married. But in those two years, my husband started his company and we both um, like invested a lot of just ourselves. Like we built the company together mm-hmm. and we we're obviously living together. And so getting married just seemed like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, we obviously loved each other. We wanted to get married, but our marriage wasn't based on anything more than we loved being together. We had a company. We were living together. It was just, it was the thing to do. So mm-hmm. we got the married in yeah, 2012. The next November is when my son was born. Um, he was born in November. and So y'all had kids right away. I mean, like, yeah. it was like, it happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually had a miss, like, we had a honeymoon baby, and then I had a miscarriage, and then mm-hmm. A couple of months later, we were pregnant again, and my son was born in, in November. Okay. So kids were also another part of, like, let's get married. We know we want to have kids, so let's just get married and have kids. Um, neither one of us had kids in our lives, or we had never discussed, like, what life would look like once we were married. We didn't, like, we didn't really look to the future. We knew we had this business. We knew we worked well together, um, and we wanted to do life together, but we didn't talk about like what the foundation of our marriage was or mm-hmm. what having kids was going to look like. So having my son was like earth shattering. Mm. Um, I bet it was you should really not jump into those things without talking about it. But um, so when he was about six months old, we went on a vacation to Bermuda and that should have been like a happy time. It was our first family vacation. Mm-hmm. But that is when we both knew our marriage was over. Like that mm. vacation turned into um, like the truth was laid out. We weren't mm. getting living. Like we got married, but we were both living for ourselves. Like it wasn't, there was no real foundation for our marriage. And, and, let, me, and let me stop you. So you, how long had y'all been married at this point with your so, when he was, that was almost two years because we had him a little over a year after we were married, and then he okay. was six months old. Okay. So. And and also, okay, marriage is hard enough for one. Yeah. Okay, and then a baby, and that's, I mean, that's extreme. Those are two huge radical things. Yeah. Um, and so I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, so we just had this like we don't really like each other. We don't really know why we got married. We're just, Mm. we're two people together. Um, what do we do here? And I think I had been living in a state of just like survival after having my son that Mm -hmm. I wasn't necessarily aware of how far South our marriage had gone. Mm. Um, I mean, we didn't like each other. We didn't want to spend time together. It was, it just wasn't healthy. Like there was Mm. no, we were just trying to get through each day and there was no joy. There was no, there was nothing good. Um, mm. So unbeknownst to me, my husband had grown up in the church. I had no idea. Um, he mm. went to Christian school. 
but this was a conversation that literally had never come up before. Um, I don't know how, I don't know why he didn't bring it up. I think like thinking back and talking to him about it now, he knew that the path he was on in his life was not what God wanted or what God had intended for him, but it was just something he blocked out. Um, Mm. So we came home from this vacation that was the beginning of the end. Mm. And I was angry. And I mean, I didn't know God. I didn't, I thought I was in control of my life. Mm. And I think I took a lot of um, like pride in uh, making people think like I had this great marriage and Mm. we had this baby and I had this front up for everyone. So I didn't want to tell anyone that my marriage was really crumbling. Mm. Um, so when I came home, I was checked out of my marriage. Mm. I was done. I wanted to make his life a living hell because I was angry that Mm. I blamed him, I guess, for some of it. Um, but when he came home, he said he looked at our son and he looked at me and he was the leader of the family and he felt responsible, like, he was taking us down the wrong road and he knew Mm. that life with Christ is what we all really needed. Mm. Uh, But I married him not knowing he even knew who Christ was. I mean, that topic that had never come up. So he changed his life. Like he gave up all bad habits. He stopped hanging out with all of the toxic people in our life. He was a different person. And Mm. for a while it made me angry. Like now you're better than me (laughs) and I don't want I don't want to be married and I surely don't want to be married to someone who is better than me. And it was just Mm -hmm. making me feel, um, really confused Mm -hmm. Uh, because he was being so nice and showing me so much grace Mm -hmm. that now it was hard for me to want to leave him, but I didn't Mm -hmm. like them. Tell me some of the changes he made that you were super confused about. Yeah. So I was checked out. I didn't like him. Honestly, I would come home and I would leave when he got home and we just, I didn't want to spend any time together, but the in passing, he was, um, like showing, he was being nice and I didn't know why he was being nice to me. He was, um, like trying to help me with like life just in any way he could. He was just trying to be nice. He, every night before we would go to bed, he would get like on his knees and pray at the foot of our bed it just blew my mind. Like I didn't know who he was praying to. I didn't know why Mm. all of a sudden this man was praying at the foot of my bed. Wow. Um, I remember one day he came home and he said like, Oh, I I bought a new Bible today and I bought you one too. And that just threw me for a loop, like a Bible. Why, why are you bringing a Bible in the house? Why? I just didn't understand. Mm. Um, he, um, he had like, um, he had a drug problem. He was, previously smoking weed all the time. Oh my gosh, it consumed our life. And Mm -hmm. it's just one day, like a light switch went off and it was done. He wasn't associating himself or our family with any of those people anymore. He, um, I just, I really didn't know who this man was in my house. Um, it kind of reminds me of the movie fireproof where he's praying at the end of the bed, like he was praying and just doing those things that he knew that God wanted him to do and that he desired to do that. God gave him that desire. And it just reminds me of Mackie. I mean, when, when you're saying this, I'm thinking, wow, that is, I mean, I would wake up in the morning and like he would have been gone and I would find a note on the counter and it would say like, I was reading this verse and he would write the verse and he's like, this is what 
it means I would love for you to open that Bible I bought you and read it yourself. Mm. Um, and I mean, I had never opened a Bible before. Mm. I didn't, it was so overwhelming to me, mm. but at the same time, it was really softening my heart to him and the idea of maybe there is a God. Mm. Um, so what finally made the change in your life? Um, he just continued to give me grace. He continued to love me and he was going to church. He was volunteering with like with the church that we were going to. Um, and I could just see there was like a life in him, like a mm like a light, there was love and there was happy. Like he was happy outside of everything that was going on in our life. And he gave the glory of God. He said, like, I didn't give up my drug problem. I didn't start loving you. I didn't make this happen. Like God made this happen. And he just gave all the glory to God for everything good that ever happened in our life from that point forward. And so I said, let me see what this is all about. Let me, mm. like, I'll go to church. Um, and I did. I started to read those Bible verses. And I remember distinctly, there was one Sunday he volunteered in like the kids, the kids part of church. So I was in a service um, by myself. And I remember that morning. I mean, now I would call it praying. But back then it was like a conversation in my head um, mm -hmm. and said, like, God, if you are real and I'm not too broken for you, like, let me hear from you. Like, I just I want you to give me a sign. I want to feel you. I just want to know, like, if you can change him, maybe you can change me. And if you think you can, let me know. Mm, wow. Mm. So that Sunday, I he was not in service. I was by myself, which was really awkward for me. Like, mm. I didn't want people to talk to me. I didn't want people to see me. I just sure. wanted to sit here and get it over with. <laughs> um, and if you've ever had gel manicure, you know how hard that is to get off. So I sat there that whole service and I picked and picked because I knew uh, like I had asked God for something and I just could feel him working mm, on my heart while I was sitting in that service. Um, mm, so I, I don't even remember what the, like, what the pastor said in that mm -hmm, service, but mm -hmm. I just know God told me in that hour, um, if you trust me with your life, it's going to be okay. Like I'm going to Mm. I'm going to heal everything that's broken, everything you're ashamed of. I can take it away. Um, and like, I have a plan for you. Mm. And that was really hard for me to do, but we left that service and I went home and I, I knew God knew everything I had done, but I felt like I needed to apologize for all the hate I had spewed on my husband for those few months. I needed to tell him everything I had ever done that, he didn't know about or everything I just had shame about. Um, mm. And I felt God tell me like, I've got you, I've got this. And I just, I told my husband, like, I want the relationship you have with Christ. I can see it. I can feel it. I want it for myself. Mm. And um, he just, he loved me through all of it. He accepted me. He told mm. me that he knew God told him not to leave me, not to let me go. Mm. And that, God was going to redeem our marriage, our lives, and all of it was going to be used for his glory. I hope that all makes sense. That is amazing. That is just incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And I love that he followed what God told him to do to stay and to work it out and to show you Jesus by the love that he's showing you and the action that he was showing you. And then 
how God was just, I mean, you were just ready. I mean, you were just ready because of what you had seen in Mackie's yeah. life. And I think that's just precious. Absolutely. It's definitely mind blowing thinking back on all of it, like the power that God has. Mm. Well, and I just, I love it that you, that God changed your life. I mean, radically. How did it change both of you and how you parented, how you related with each other? How did Jesus change your marriage? I mean, I think instead of selfishly seeking what each of us individually wanted, we sought after what God wanted for our lives. Even before what each other wanted, it Mm. changed like we each individually need to feel like we're on the path that God wants for us. And ultimately Mm. that path leads us both closer to him and closer to each other. Yes. Yes. That's just awesome. I just love your story. I love it. Okay. So that was how many years ago? Um, that was four years ago. Okay. So you were in your marriage, like two years into your marriage a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, Now, how did that change you, like how you day-to-day practically lived out your um, walk with Jesus? Uh, Well, I feel like I more than ever, well, I mean, obviously more than ever because I never wanted to before. Mm. I wanted to give Mason a foundation. I wanted him to know that there was someone so much bigger than his parents, than himself Mm. in control of his life and that a relationship with Jesus is so much more fulfilling than anything this earth or this world has to offer. Mm. So I just really wanted him. I just wanted to give him a foundation. I wanted to um, make sure that he could see Jesus in us his whole life. Like Mm. I saw in my husband for that period of time. Um, So I just, I felt like I needed to learn more about who God is. And I feel like I do every day. I feel like I still have this huge journey ahead of me. Mm. Um, But I have peace knowing that God's got me. So it's going to be all right. Um, I just, I wanted like our family to be um, seeking Christ together. Like I wanted him to grow up knowing that like we make decisions after talking to God. We Mm. put our relationship with God before relationships with any friends or any job. Um, like just, we have to find that peace with God before we make any decision. Mm. So absolutely. Absolutely. So what is the best thing, um, that you have seen from this change in your life and your husband's life in your kids? What is the best change? Even though they were, he was, Mason was young, he wasn't really old enough to, I mean, I hope he doesn't remember yeah. <laughs> our life back then. Yeah. But I think, so I obviously didn't grow up with any relationship with Christ. I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't grow up with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Mason already has a confidence in this God that he hears about. Mm. Uh, he already knows that mom and dad ha- talk to God all the time and hopefully when he's older, he realizes that he can have that same direct line to God. Um, yes. I love I that. Riddled with anxiety. I mean, it just mm. consumes my life. And I feel like since knowing Christ, I just have a peace about my life and I don't want my kids to ever, I just, I just want them to have peace knowing that like mm-hmm. the God who created the earth 
knows you and he has a plan for you. Mm, and it's perfect. It's beautiful. And that's what we, I think as moms, that's what we all desire for our kids. And I love that your company does that. So tell me, how did you start after you started this journey with Jesus and he has changed you from the inside out and Mackie is walking with the Lord and um, how does this, he has his own company, how does this kind of push your direction into starting your company and tell us a little bit about it. Okay. Um, so obviously I'm a Christian, but I'm living, like I'm a new person. I totally like, I don't even, uh, I don't even like thinking about the person I used to be, but I'm living in the same place that I was when I was that person, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so I felt like I needed a way to gently let everyone know I'm a different person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I ordered like a Christian t-shirt for Mason from another business. And I remember like reaching out to her saying like, Hey, I know you have a couple these really cute t-shirts. Um, they have Bible verses. Well, they didn't have Bible verses, but they had like a message on them Mm. that obviously pointed people to like, Hey, I'm a Christian. Um, And I said, I have some ideas that I would love for my son to be able to wear. These are like verses that I want to work on with my son. And I think this is a cool way to bring it up with people or people to at least notice like something's going on. Megan's like putting this stuff on her kids. Yeah. Yeah. So I reached out to her and she said, no, I, I'm not offering like anything else, but I'm part of a community, like an, like a Facebook group that is full of Christian women in business. And like if the, if business is something you like if starting your own business is something you'd like to do, I'll add you to the group. And she told me all about her process and like what designers she worked with, all sorts of stuff. That is um, so helpful. That woman, I mean, I, mm. I don't know why she felt um, like so willing to mm. encourage me in this, but she did. And the group is actually where I met Courtney. Okay. Okay. Cause I mean, really that's where I love, I love, I love this hashtag everybody uses that's community over competition. Yes. She was living that out. For she was. Sure. Yes. I love mean, it. she could have just said, no, right. sorry, I can't help you. But right. I guess something in her must have said, like, mm. tell this woman she can do it. So my, hus- my husband obviously was self-employed. My dad, my whole life has, ha- has had his own companies. Okay. So business was not something that ever overwhelmed me. It was... Mm. I mean, I knew you apply for licenses, you apply for tax IDs. I, I mean, I knew you can start a website. You, I knew that. That wasn't overwhelming. Um, but the idea of, like, not only have I changed, now I want people to, um, like, support my business, which is ultimately glorifying God. Like, that was mm. a little hard for me to swallow. Because like, mm. I had a little bit of, like, what are people going to think of me now that I I just want to share Jesus with everyone. Like it was a little bit of like, no, I don't actually want to do this because then people are going to think I'm a Jesus freak kind of is what Uh, was going through my head. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved the shirts that I had designed for my son. And then I would go to the park and people would be like, Oh my gosh. And it would start awesome conversations. And I felt really encouraged. Mm. Um, I was part of that group online where the women were so supportive. It was exactly what you said, like community over competition. Mm. So that's where, um, it started. I started, I got an Instagram, I got a Facebook, people started ordering and it grew from there. Wow. And you have quite a number of followers on Instagram. Um, and that was just because of 
networking and yeah, and I've teamed up with it. a lot of other Christian businesses. Um, I've just God has blessed me with great yes. customers, great friends in business. I it's mean, I am closer awesome. with some of my friends I've met online than some in mm-hmm. real life. Yes, yes. Isn't that crazy though to think? Because yes. I never would have thought that. You know, that's amazing. Okay, now where did you come up with your name, Elora Inspired? Oh, yeah. Alora. So sorry, Alora. Um, sorry. Yeah. No, that's fun. Okay. Um, so right after I came to know Christ, I got pregnant with my daughter, Leah. Okay. Um, her middle name is Alora and it means God is light. So mm. God was a light in my life. He changed my life and that's mm. where the name came from. Okay. And I actually started the company when I was pregnant with her. So okay. named after her. Listen to you, all y'all cute mamas starting businesses when y'all are pregnant. I was working a full-time job and I would come home and sit and put my feet up like, all right, I'm done for the day. I am so encouraged and impressed with you to start a business when you're pregnant. Um, somebody else that did that was Val Marie Paper with her prayer journals. Oh yeah, she did it. She wanted, I just ordered one of those last did week. Did you? So excited yes, to get yes, it. yes. I I um I have the Fresh Start, and I'm have I'm doing the six month one. I don't yeah, know. I think that's what I ordered. I love it. It's perfect. It's so good. So good. So um, but anyway, she started when she was um pregnant with with um her first. But that is just awesome that you're just yeah. like, let's just do this. Well, God's timing and that. So God, um, I mean, he saved me. He saved my whole life, but I came to know him. And then my dad got diagnosed with cancer just a few months oh. later. Then I found out I was pregnant with Leah. Okay. They told me that she would never walk or talk, that <gasps> she had, um, genetic, um, oh, like, no. abnormalities. Um, we bought our first house. It was a roller coaster. And looking back, had mm. I not had God in my mm. life, I, I don't know. I would have made it. Mm. I have no idea. I remember, like I said, I was riddled with anxiety. So if I had been in that situation where they told me, I mean, I was getting ready to have a child with disabilities, I don't know what that would have done to me. Mm. Um, but I trusted God. And I just, I mean, that's all I could do. But if I didn't have God, I think I would have just, mm-hmm. I know I would have been a mess. Mm-hmm. So his timing and all of that was just amazing. Wow. And I'm so thankful for it. So when you're naming your company, at that point, you still think she is going to have, she's not going to ever talk. She's never going to walk at that point when you're pregnant with her. Um, I'm trying to remember. Honestly, it was a blur. I don't remember yeah. if I had found out yet. I They told me. So I found out probably around 20 weeks that they said that, this is the case. Um, and I went through so many testing, so many specialists and towards probably like 32 weeks, they told me, we think she's going to be all right. We think it was just, um, like a fluke, but we won't know for sure until she's born. Wow. So I didn't know for sure, for sure until she was six weeks old. Cause they took, they did testing like when she was born and then, um, it came back. I mean, she walked at nine months old. That girl was Whoa. not, they weren't keeping her from walking. So, so during that time when you were um, you know, obviously praying for your baby in your womb and, and starting this company and all this is happening. And how, how did you work through that, that she might be born with special needs? I remembered that, I mean, God was there when I was at my most broken, when I thought there was no saving me. I thought mm. 
I mean, I was just at rock bottom and he picked me up and he gave me hope and joy and like redeemed my marriage. He, he gave me like a purpose in life. I felt like I was living for something so much more than me that like God had a plan. So if this was his plan, mm. there was a reason for it. And mm. I, I, I just trusted in him and it, it was something I would have never done before. So, mm. and he just, it sounds like he just gave you a piece. That- he did. And I knew if that was the case that, I mean, he would, he would have me Mm. either way. I love that. It sounds like God's got you is like a theme in your, in your life. Right. I mean, he did, he does. He's got, yeah. 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 I don't, I I don't know now how I ever lived 20 years without Mm. him. I have no idea. And Mm. I can see him so clearly in every day, every Mm. season I can see him in my life. And I don't know I have no idea what I was doing before. Mm, mm. It just shows you the power of God, like you said, the power yeah. of God in, in someone's life and in your life. I love it. Okay, so tell me a little bit um, about what is your goal? And I think we touched on this earlier, but what is your primary goal for when people buy from you or when um, they visit your Instagram or your Facebook page? Mm. What is your goal? them? Um, ultimately I want people to like have tools to incorporate scripture into every day. Like I said before, I want, um, to shine a light in public. Like if you're wearing a t-shirt out in public, I think it's, I think the world needs more Jesus everywhere. Mm, everywhere. Yes, you're right. So that's a hope I have. Um, I, on my Instagram lately, I've tended to share more personal things and God just kind of laid that on my heart too. Cause I think Instagram and I think social media in general, you see perfect little squares. And I know I struggle a lot with comparing myself and thinking like so-and-so has it all together or her walk with the Lord is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I, it gets really discouraging sometimes. And recently I've just felt God like lay it upon my heart to share with other people. Like I am far from perfect, but God can still use me. Just my hope is to point others to him, give people like moms fun tools to work with their kids or fun like the scripture mats. A lot of people are gifting those. And I think that's a fun way to gift something unique um, to friends that you might want to just like give them a little a tool to help incorporate a little Jesus into their life. Um, I love it. That's my hope. I love it. I love it so much. I love your hope. I love your goal. I love your mission with your company so much. And it's beautiful things. Very, very practical things, but very attractive to the eye and attractive to kids. And I think that is super, uh, super important. Part of the, I guess, reason I have been sharing more on social media is the women that reach out and say, my husband isn't saved and hearing how your husband loved on you and left you those notes and encouraged you through that season um, is just encouragement to keep me going. Or people reach out and just say, like, it's so nice to see someone who I think has it all together, um, like, talk about how they haven't always had it all together. Mm-hmm. And just that God can redeem anyone. And it's so encouraging. And so even the hard things, like about my husband's addiction or my past, those things have been hard to share looking back, I can see like God had a reason. There's a reason God wanted me to share that. There are people that needed to read that. I love that. And I love how you said earlier that you said, I'm far from perfect, but God can still use me. 
Yeah. And that's like all of us, you know, God can use us. So be encouraged women that are listening. God can use you. And I love the encouragement that you give. And I love the personal experiences that you do share on there. I think that's um, super meaningful and super um, real. What's next for your company? Um, We have some new scripture mats coming out, some new colors. Okay. Um, I'm still processing new like silicone mat ideas, maybe some smaller ones, some bigger ones. Okay. Um, but the next thing that's coming out probably in the next week or two is oh, the, we have the names of God. Yes. So those are coming out next week. And, and I'm it, it, super excited about those because you can like, they have the ABCs on them and kids can trace the letters. Like if your little one is learning the letters mm-hmm. um, and instead of like apple, bear, cat, you can say almighty, bountiful creator, just speaking yes. so much truth about who God is while learning your ABCs. Okay, and I love the the Instagram that you put with Leah um, saying, was it, it was Leah, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. she was saying, right. and, and she said, A, and you said, Almighty, and she said, Almighty, yeah. and it was the sweetest thing because of her sweet little voice, yes. and how, I mean, how old is she? Two and a half. She's two yeah. and a half, and she's already saying the names of God. Does she understand all of it? No, but no. we don't understand it all, right? No. You know? I just thought it was precious and so intentional. And I love, 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 love that about your company. And being new to, um, like, having a new relationship with Christ, I have had to be so intentional. Like, I remember thinking, like, I want to hear from God more, which means I need to pray for, like, pray to God more. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes had to, like, in the beginning, say, all right, when I'm in the car, I can pray. That's it. That's an okay time to pray. Mm. I want to pray before I start my day. I want to pray at the end of the day. I need to pray with meals. And sometimes in the beginning, I had to be so intentional about it. Um, but now it's like a normal. It's just, it's just my norm. We have to be intentional. And it's like that scripture when it's like, teach your in Deuteronomy, teach your kids um, when you're sitting, when you're eating, yeah. when you're talking, when you're walking, yeah. that is the whole um, goal about, you know, really discipling your kids and leading them to Jesus. So I love that you're very intentional about that. I think it's, it's so great. So refreshing. And it's helping us as moms, you know, to do that in our kids' lives for sure. Okay. Tell us where we can find you on social media. Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Alora Inspired and it's E-L-O-R-A. We're on Facebook, not on Facebook that often. I need to get yeah. better about that. And then we have a website, alorainspired.com. Okay. And you can go and buy any, like go and look at your products through any of those, correct? Yep. Perfect. Yep. Okay. So at the end of each episode, I get to chat with my guest about kind of what do they do with friends uh, that is fun. It could be one-on-one. It could be a group. What do you do that's like life-giving that is like builds community uh, with your friends? My favorite thing to do that, um, gives me, I guess the most encouragement or life is just doing life with friends. Like I love it when someone can just come over and if I'm folding laundry, I'm folding laundry. If we're just sipping our coffee, watching the kids play, we're doing that. We can just, I just like to hang out. I don't necessarily, sometimes I get exhausted by having to do things, but if Mm. I can just do normal life with someone, um, that's the best. That's why I wish Courtney was so much closer. Because I just, I tell her all the time, I just want Thursday morning coffee. I just yeah. want you to come over, open the door, come in, and let's hang out. Yes. I want, yeah. 
That's true. That's very true. Okay, what um, is your favorite snack? I like to snack, so I like to hear everybody's snacks. I have a problem with something called <laughs> Heavenly Hunks. <laughs> what is that? Oh, my gosh. They're like little oatmeal, chocolate, <gasps> melt-in-your-mouth squares. <gasps> Yum. And I can only get them at Costco. So I'm, like, trekking to Costco, which is, like, 40 minutes from here. Oh, my word. Trying to get Heavenly Hunks. Are they, okay, so are they, like, I mean, they're like, it's like in the snack area? Yeah. I mean, <gasps> I just found them on Amazon. So now I'm in trouble. Oh, Let's Amazon. Yeah. Right Amazon. <laughs> they sound yummy. I'm going to look at Costco. Seriously. Heavenly hunks. They're like little squares. It's mm. kind of like a cookie, but more oatmeal. So it's healthy. Oatmeal. Mm, it's healthy, yeah. right? <laughs> I think there's probably a lot of sugar in them. But I'm sure. It's okay. Those sound yummy. I went to Costco last week just to get heavenly hunks my husband happened to call me when I was there and he goes you're at Costco again I said yeah I just have to get some things he says whatever you do don't bring those heavenly hunks home but that's the only reason I was at Costco that's hilarious that was your one thing I love it that's so fun oh my goodness this was such a great conversation thank Thanks. you so much for coming for on the podcast me. it was you were delightful and I can't wait to meet you in December in real life Y'all, I loved chatting with Megan. It was such a great conversation. I love how she kept saying, God's got you. God's got me. And if you are walking through a hard time right now, know that God has got you. And cry out to Him, and He will meet you at the point of your need. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. If you could do me a favor and head on over to the iTunes review page, you can just go find it on your podcast app. If you would leave us a rating and review, that helps other people find the podcast, and I would appreciate it so much. Here is a review from Under the Southern Sky. So affirming, every episode reminds me of important truth as well as being a bit of audio sunshine. I love that. Thank you, Under the Southern Sky, and thank you all for your ratings and reviews. They really do mean the world to me. Remember, we're all friends of a feather. Let's stick together, and I'll see you next week. Bye, friends. Bye.